I hear from so many fellow moms that they struggle with sleep issues, from not being able to go to sleep to waking up in the middle of the night with like 15 million things on their minds to being interrupted often, which can lead us, uh, which can leave us exhausted and grumpy. And that is just never the ideal recipe for a great day. So today we are talking about five simple strategies to get better sleep as a, as a busy mom. Um, I also have one bonus tip for you. So as a special bonus, I'm going to guide you on a reflective journey that might just reveal the secret patterns affecting your sleep. I hope you're ready. Get your notepad out and let's get started with this episode. Hey there, Mama. Welcome to the Knitting Mamas podcast. If you're a mom who's tired of feeling exhausted and longing for some well-deserved self-care and rest, you are in the right place. I know that finding time for yourself as a busy mom can feel like an impossible puzzle. But guess what? You don't have to compromise anymore. Hi, I'm your host, Nadine Medina. And just like you, I am a mom, wife, and also a happy knitter. Over my 15 years of motherhood, I have been on a journey to discover how to truly recharge without the guilt and the never-ending quest for perfection. The secret? It's all about progress, not perfection. By focusing on simple routines, natural wellness solutions, and the cozy art of knitting, I found the path to feeling whole and content. And on this podcast, I'm sharing it all with you so you can do the same. Are you ready to find simple solutions to set yourself free from mom guilt? to take more time for yourself to truly rest and to use your knitting skills for a mindful routine that creates space in your life so you can breathe easier? Let's take a deep breath, grab those knitting needles and say goodbye to mom stress. Together, we'll create a supportive community that encourages you to prioritize self-care while juggling all your responsibilities. Sound good? Let's do this. Hey there, lovely mamas. Are you feeling like your days just evaporate and you're left wondering, where the heck did my time go today? Do you find yourself reaching for your phone first thing in the morning only to get sucked into a vortex of endless scrolling and email messaging? Are you caught in a cycle of reacting to the day's demands rather than proactively tackling your own to-do list? Or maybe, just maybe, you felt the sting of the comparison trap on social media, leaving you feeling less than instead of uplifted. If any of this sounds all too familiar, I've got the perfect antidote for you. Join us for the Phone Down, Needles Up 5-Day Challenge from February 26th to March 1st. It's more than just a challenge. It's a promise to yourself to reclaim your joy, time, and focus. Why do you need to be part of this, you may wonder. If you need to regain control and take back your time and discover where it's truly going, this is going to be for you. Morning mindfulness. Replace the morning scroll with a serene start, setting a positive tone for your day. Does that sound like something you want to do? Maybe proactive power. Shift from reactive to proactive, making your priorities front and center. Or comparison to compassion. Move away from the comparison trap and embrace self-care and creativity instead. Let's break free from the digital clutter and mindless habits together. Let's transform our routines and rekindle our passion for creativity and self-care. I can't wait to have you in the challenge. And to sign up for the challenge, go to theknittingmamas.com slash challenge. 
Hey, mamas. So welcome back to a new episode of the Knitting Mamas podcast. I'm super excited to talk to you today about sleep. It's definitely something that I have struggled with in the past, and I still do struggle with it sometimes today. Um, but I have a couple of tips for you that I wanted to kind of round up because, number one, sleep is really important, and we'll get into that a little bit more deep here in a second. And number two... Um, I have finally figured out kind of what triggers, you know, good sleep and bad sleep and um, what things actually help and what don't really do anything for me. So with that said, let's get into why is good sleep so important, <clears throat> especially for us mamas. Okay, so obviously it impacts our health, our physical health. Lack of sleep can lead to issues like weight gain, high blood pressure, uh, a weakened immune system. And for moms, this can mean less energy for ourselves and for our families. So that's one really good reason to get as much sleep as you need <clears throat> to, you know, stay physically healthy. The second reason is mental well-being. Because sleep deprivation can increase the risk of um, depression um, for new moms, also postpartum depression. And that's a big issue because obviously as new moms, you know, there's uh, definitely a lack of sleep involved, which is why we need to make sure that we get it when we can. Anxiety, but also stress. So good sleep helps in emotional regulation and coping with the challenges of daily life and specifically motherhood. Cognitive function, it's another another reason why sleep is really important for us mamas. Um, because a good night's sleep can actually improve focus, memory, and also decision-making, which are all really crucial for managing the daily tasks and decisions and, you know, coaching. <laughs> can I add that too? As a mom <clears throat> that we face every single day. So... You might notice that when you don't get a good night's sleep or you stay up too late or whatever it might be, the reason why you're not sleeping great, you're, you know, grumpy. You may not be able to focus as much. Um, and even small things kind of become a big deal. And I think, you know, there's a lot of factors that play into how we react to things during the day. But I know that sleep deprivation is definitely something that will make us react more poorly than we would if we had a good night's rest. I actually found some pretty crazy statistic on the CDC um, that says that one in three adults, this is obviously everyone, not just moms, does not get enough sleep. And I feel like for moms, this is even more pressing um, <clears throat> because we don't just have um, potentially, you know, job demands that we have to um, uh, that we have to follow that we have to to make sure we stay on top of but we have a household and then we have kids child care um, you know like I mentioned before in in my um, in my current season of motherhood there's a lot of coaching happening um, I have teenagers and it's just different conversations than you had with you know the eight-year-old or the six-year-old so <clears throat> all these things demand so much from us and, uh, you know, we are actually able to meet them with a lot more calm, centered, 
grounded feelings when we actually got a good night's sleep. So it's time to get the notepad out and write down these five tips that I have for you today, plus the one bonus tip. <clears throat> and I know that just one of these will make a difference for you. But let's see how many you are already doing. And I would love to hear also from you which ones of these are already making a difference for your sleep, which ones may not have worked for you because, you know, everybody is different. There may be some things in here that you don't really care about. But let's get into my five tips that have worked for me in the past and that are still working for me uh, to get better sleep as a mom. Okay, number one tip, put your phone away. <laughs> You will hear me say this over and over and over. And it's funny because half the time, if not more, that is actually a reminder for myself as well. So you're welcome. But this one is such a big game changer. The Not only is the blue light from the screen um, really bad for good sleep, it can really mess with your sleep hormones, with your sleep-wake cycle. Um, <clears throat> but it's also, you know... Besides the actual physical problems that come from that blue light, I also find that if I scroll social media before bed or if I look at something that's kind of exciting, if it's in a good or in a bad way, it doesn't matter, but it just, it tends to keep me up at night or it can wake me up in the middle of the night and then I start thinking about the thing that I just read before sleep or watched before sleep and it's just not worth it to me to get into that in my precious nighttime when I'm supposed to get some good rest. So one of the biggest tips for me that I have been following for a long time, I actually got this tip from Mel Robbins years and years ago, um, is just to put your phone in a different room at night to charge it. That way you don't even, you know, feel like you can reach over your nightstand and actually grab the phone in the middle of the night or whenever, even in the morning. And, um, you know, keep your entire nightstand bed area a tech-free zone. And I think it's really going to help calm your mind down before bed and also not have you jump first thing in the morning um, to that phone and get, go into reactive mode, which is exactly, by the way, what we're going to talk about in the five-day phone down challenge. So I hope you're going to join us. Um, for the challenge, I gave all the information at the beginning of this episode, but if you didn't catch that, you can sign up at uh, theknittingmamas.com slash challenge for the five-day phone down needles up challenge. It's going to be so fun. Okay, my second tip is actually something that we might not think about impacting our sleep, but it totally does, and that is to make sure that you get fresh air movement and possibly sunshine every day and of course sunshine is not always a possibility you know depending on where you live and also of course what the weather is like but if you have the the possibility at all um, to get out into the fresh air once a day make use of that and make it a habit it's so worth it the natural light actually also helps regulate your body's sleep wake cycle but um it, the movement itself also has a really positive impact on the way you sleep at night. And I actually um, have figured this out for myself. This is completely true. If I do not work out or if I don't take a walk, um, my sleep pattern is definitely different than on the days where I do. So, it you know, my suggestion is to pick, uh, pick a specific time of the day, if it's in the morning or in the afternoon, maybe as a kind of a natural boost in the afternoon when you're feeling a little tired, um, 
take your kids with you. Have them walk as well. It's going to be good for everybody. So that's definitely a great tip that will impact your sleep. And I challenge you to pay close attention to how these things actually impact your sleep so you can keep track of it. My third tip is using essential oils before sleep and even during sleep. How do we do that? Well, we put them into a diffuser. Um, you can do that before bed. You can have that run all night long. The diffusers that I um, recommend from Young Living actually run for hours and hours. So sometimes it's still on in the morning. It depends on what setting I put it on. And um, there is so many different oils that you can use to get better sleep. You can also just kind of um, apply them to your, either your chest area or your, uh, your wrists under your feet. Those are all great places. And then, of course, inhale them as well. So there's all these different ways <clears throat> to, to utilize essential oils before sleep. I actually had an entire episode on um, how to use essential oils for stress, but that obviously also plays into sleep. So I'm going to link up that episode. I think it was episode three. Um, in the show notes so you can maybe go back to that and listen if you're really interested in learning more and um, I also just did literally just today did a Facebook live um, in my Facebook community the Knitting Mamas where I talk about using essential oils um, you know to combat daily stresses so if you want to watch that and catch the replay you're welcome to come into the Knitting Mamas community which is under bit.ly slash knitting mamas so b-i-t dot l-y slash knitting mamas all this can be found in the show notes as well um, a couple of my favorite sleep blends to use in the diffuser or just to you know roll on at night is lavender cedarwood and stress away you can just use three drops of each Mix them up in your diffuser. It smells amazing and it really, really helps get a good night's rest. Tip number four is try a five-minute sleep meditation to clear your mind before bed. So my two favorite meditation apps, um, as I have mentioned before, are Inside Timer. That one is mostly free. It used to be completely free, but, you know, they have to um, make sure that their teachers and stuff are compensated. So they have some stuff that's now behind a paywall, but there is so many amazing meditation tracks on there that are still free and they are organized by topic by you know purpose of the meditation so you can easily find a bunch of sleep meditations in there and you can also filter them by length which I find really practical if I don't have a lot of time or if I feel like no I really don't want to do more than five minutes right now because I also want to read my book before bed um you know, you can just go and say between zero and 10 minutes or something like that, and it'll find all the meditations that fall in that time frame. And I have noticed that when I do one of those, it really does help me kind of, you know, close out the day, be done with it and be like, okay, whatever's in the past is in the past, we're done. <laughs> and we can move forward. And, you know, the thing that really our minds really have to understand is like sleep time is not for solving problems. Like we're not laying awake at the middle of the night to solve any problems because unless you're actually actively solving them, it's just a big waste of time. <laughs> so these meditations really help kind of, you know, shut down that mind chatter that we have going on. And that truly helps to get better sleep because I do feel like a lot of us really deal with, you know, the mind mess at night. And that being a big reason, even though we're exhausted, but our mind just keep us up. And a lot of times for me, I feel like... I don't know, during the day, whenever we're like running from one thing to another and we really don't have a lot of time to kind of let our minds just go, um, 
it it will happen at night because I feel like our brain is just going to find that time eventually where it's like, okay, I guess we're calm now. <laughs> so let's start thinking about all these things and problems and worries and whatnot that we have going on. Um, and this is where knitting actually comes in because it's, you know, unless you obviously stimulate your mind while you're knitting, but if you just take a moment and just knit and do nothing else, then you actually give your brain that break um, and your mind that break where it can just kind of wander and maybe even solve problems because you're actually awake and, you know, you can go into all these issues and maybe find a solution because really that's what our brain is designed to do. Um, but again, if we don't give it time to actually think through things, even if it's subconscious, then it'll take the time when we're supposed to sleep. So get some knitting in. <laughs> take a couple of minutes during the day and let your mind just wander. It's going to help so much. And try one of those sleep meditations at night on the Inside Timer app um, or the Tapping Solution. I actually forgot to mention that's the second um, app that I enjoy, the Tapping Solution. There's a couple of free ones in there too. Um, and tapping is a little bit of a different type of meditation where you tap certain points on your face and um, on your collarbone area. And it can really help solidify those statements that you um, think and speak during a meditation. So go try it out. I'm going to link them both up down in the show notes and uh, let me know what you think because I love them. Tip number five, and there's a little caution here, of course, because I am not a doctor, um, is to use a good sleep supplement when you feel like you need it. <clears throat> there's a lot of options there. Obviously, melatonin is a very um, a good you know, sleep supplement that lots of people use. And there's also homeopathic options that don't contain melatonin. I use various different ones. It depends on my mood and, you know, the time of the month that I'm in, honestly, which one is working better for me. So I kind of had a little trial and error going on in that department, but I definitely found some that work really well. And sometimes I don't need any, which is also great. But please be sure to consult your doctor before adding any supplements to your routine, obviously, because, you know, everybody, again, reacts differently to these things. Okay, and here is my tip number six, the bonus tip. This one has really helped me figure out any kinds of patterns, um, reflections, and, and, you know, just kind of what actually affects my sleep and getting a real snapshot of, um, you know, of, of the little things that may or may not impact my sleep in a good and in a bad way. And that is to keep or start a sleep and a habit journal. It may sound tedious, but it's so, so worth it. And if you're familiar with a habit tracker, um, this is basically what it is. So you're just going to have a tracking sheet of some sort and you can write in which habits and which, um, uh, you know, what factors you want to track that may or may not affect your sleep, but also that affect other things like, you know, aches and pains or maybe headaches or allergies or whatever it might be that you're dealing with. Um, if you're unsure what triggers them, this is a great way to track that down. And I would suggest um, looking for patterns for at least a week, probably better for an entire month to really see, like, because that's going to be a full cycle as well. And that can obviously impact a lot of our functions and, you know, things that our body's going through is hormonal changes. And as you know, they change every 28 days or not every 28 days, but they go through a cycle. So they change more than that, more frequently, and they can definitely, certainly 
impact your sleep as well. But there's other factors like um, any kinds of drinks. Are you drinking alcohol? Um, you know, coffee or tea, exercise, walking. Have you been outside? Has it been raining for a long time? Like, what's the weather been like? Have you been using any supplements, any oils, or have you skipped them? Um, and can you tell a difference there too? So um, I highly recommend tracking these things for at least one month and see what you can find because it's going to be eye-opening. It's going to be eye-opening in many ways, but definitely for your sleep as well. So I highly encourage you to do this. Um, and I actually have created a template for you to use that you can get inside our Facebook community, The Knitting Mamas. And I'm so excited to offer this to you for free. So to get there, you just go to bit.ly slash knitting mamas, B-I-T dot L-Y slash knitting mamas. And I'm going to have the post at the top so that you can't miss it and you can download your tracker and get started right away. All right, mamas, that is it for today. I hope you got a lot of practical advice or information out of this uh, episode. I hope you're going to try some of these tips. If you have any questions about them, obviously, you can always shoot me a message either on Instagram at The Knitting Mamas or you can reply to one of my emails. If you're on my email list, I'm happy to help you and answer any of the questions. I hope to see you in the five-day um, phone down needles up challenge starting on the 26th. Go to the show notes if you missed any of the links in the episode. And I hope to catch you next week in the next episode of the Knitting Mamas podcast. Hey mama, I hope you've soaked up some great ideas from today's episode. Remember, a happy mom makes for a happy fam. If today's chat hit home with you, it would mean the world if you could leave a five-star written review on iTunes. Your review will help other moms discover our community and embrace guilt-free self-care. Also, if you're scrolling through Instagram, why not snap a screenshot of this episode for your stories? Don't forget to tag me at The Knitting Mamas so that I can shout you out on my page as well. Plus, that way we can stay connected and spread the self-care magic. Oh, and have you heard about our cozy Facebook community? It's a guilt-free zone where we share relaxing routines, essential oils and knitting adventures and so much more. Come join us today at bit.ly slash knitting mamas and let's unwind together. Until we chat again, take care mama and remember looking after yourself is not selfish. It's essential for that balanced life. Catch you soon right here on the Knitting Mamas podcast. 